Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. My name is Ozzy. In this episode, we will be reviewing The Fate of the Furious and talking about the Fast and Furious franchise as a whole. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. How are you doing? I am doing great, man. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing pretty well. Are you sure you're all right? You're taking a little bit to respond today. It's like the audio coming in. It's kind of like weird. It's kind of like you guys sound it's like you're sounding like a transformer. You oh, know really? what I'm saying? And you're coming in like kind of behind. Oh, that's why I'm coming in kind of late. Oh, that's um, weird. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, it's a lot of static in between. Yeah, we we've been having issues with our audio setup, so continue to bear with us um, as we kind of work through all this. Um, but Ozzy, I have to tell you about something that happened when we were recording the um, Star Wars Celebration episode. West, I started uh-huh. recording and I said, "Welcome to the newest edition of Screenfellows Podcast." My name is Carlos, and then I paused for about eight seconds, waiting for you to respond. And I was like, "Oh wait, Ozzy <laughs> is not here." <laughs> it, I don't know what happened. I, well, I think I do know what happened. I was exhausted because this was like the second to last day, or it was like the day. I think it was Saturday we recorded, right? Yeah. I, anyway, I was exhausted, and it was at night, and I was like, "This is." exhausting and you know it was just it was a bunch of situations anyway um for all the details about uh celebration listen to the latest the last episode of the podcast and the big brain thick school podcast because they talked about or is it the other way around i don't know whatever uh the thick skull big brain podcast that's what it is now i'm remembering the thick skull big brain podcast anyway um and they they talked about kind of the shenanigans that went on there and then we jesse and i on the on episode 93 talked about um kind of the stuff we took away from celebration also so tons of stuff there but today we're gonna actually review a movie that came out this past weekend that we were not able to review on time because of all the star wars craziness um and to do that we have a special guest and it is actually somebody who is a long listener of the podcast and actually we should ask him how long he's actually been listening to the podcast but joining us today is chucky chucky how you doing i'm doing good thanks for having me how many episodes have you listened to from the podcast? Um, a lot. Like I know <laughs> I, I started late, but I've gone back and like listened to a lot of them. Even if I have or haven't watched the stuff, I just gone back and listened to them. So awesome. I think I'm caught up now. <laughs> awesome. Um, <laughs> I've got a long commute to school, so <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. It's the best way to listen to it. I listen to the podcast in the car all the or podcasts in the car all the time. So. It's definitely a good way to listen. Um, all right. Well, let's let's get into this movie. We're going to be talking spoiler-free at first. Um, we will warn you when we get to spoilers. We won't do that until the end of the show, though. So, But spoiler-free review of The Fate of the Furious, which I, I'm not going to lie. Even though I was like enjoying myself watching this movie, when the title came out for this movie, I was like... Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's still a horrible title. It really is. Um, but let's start with Chucky. Chucky, what were your overall thoughts on The Fate of the Furious? 
I um as a fan of the franchise, I like really enjoy the movie. Um, I call it an early screening on April tenth. I had to wait like two hours in line to get a seat. <laughs> um, but going into it, I had low expectations. Um, but I, overall, I did enjoy it. But I think that's because I set my expectations low, so I wouldn't be disappointed. <laughs> <Fair>. <laughs> and I and I told a few people that like why we were waiting it to start, and they're like why and i'm like if you have high expectations you'll always be disappointed more than likely <laughs> so so i went into it with low expectations based on the name alone um, pro, um but i but i did enjoy the film that's good and i'm all probably right. gonna watch it again this weekend awesome <laughs> all right ozzy what about you oh boy um <laughs> let me tell you something man the the title i so this look i like I said before, we've been trashing on this movie for a while, Carlos and I have. And then, you know, we I, the night I predicted, I was like, you know what? It might even be in our top ten favorites. It's not. It's not. It's not that far. It's not that far off where it's gonna be my, where it's gonna be my top ten favorites of the year. But it's also not that bad where it's gonna be my top ten worst of the year. It's okay. Okay. The title is still stupid, so it's not going to change. Okay, I'm still going to laugh at the title every time I see it. Okay, um, it's it's just, it's so horrible. Like the title's so horrible, I'm not even going to buy it on DVD. Uh, I'm just not doing it. Um, but it's overall, it's, a, it's an okay movie. It's an okay movie. Yeah, it's funny. This franchise has an infamous history when it comes to uh, movie titles because we, <laughs> Too Fast, Too Furious, is actually. When remember when um, the news came out that we or that they were doing a um, sequel to Passion of the Christ, and we went through <laughs> and listed all of our all of our sequel titles to Passion of the Christ. That was like one of my favorites. Was to to Passion to Christ. That's <laughs> one of my favorites. <laughs> I mean, it's just a, it's one of those titles that we. I think the movie community, like the movie fan community, is has made fun of for a long time and i think it's <laughs> eli just wrote another one jerusalem drift <laughs> oh my gosh. um but yeah so anyway we don't want to get back <laughs> down that rabbit hole um maybe we should do that again because that was fun um but anyway um but i think this this franchise has a long history of these kind of titles and it's funny that they are still the eight movies in and we're still doing these horrible titles but anyway um yeah i kind of agree with you guys i had extremely low expectations going into this and the funny thing is ozzy and i we are both pretty critical of the seventh one correct Yes. Okay. I'm very critical of the seven. Yes, and I I think that they fixed a lot of issues with, with that the seventh one had in this eighth one, and I think a lot of that has to do with the direction. Um, so that is where I saw the most improvement. Now, my issues with this movie are issues that you're going to find throughout this entire franchise. So, I guess it was kind of as expected. Um, but let's start positive. Uh, Chucky, what about you? What were some of your positives for the Fate of the Furious? Um, the uh, chemistry between like Jason Statham and The Rock and The Rock's one one liners, like just they had great chemistry. So I really enjoyed that. Um, and from what I heard, they let The Rock improvise a lot of his lines or his jokes. Um, so I really like that. Um, and then from the trailers, you saw the race. I I, I did enjoy that because it's been since the fifth, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, that we've had a race in an actual film about street racing, so 
Uh, or uh, no, there was one. They always have a race, but I think it's it's now like it's always supposed to be in the beginning, just so that we were reminded that it's Fast and the Furious, and then they get in. Because I, I remember the seventh one, we also got into it, and there was Iggy Azalea, and everybody hated that because they were just like, "What? Um, you weren't even famous back then." But she was like, "I haven't seen you guys in a while." We're just like, "We haven't seen you in a while." <laughs> so. Um, yeah, so I think the last one was like the seventh one. Sorry for interrupting you, Chuck. That's fine. I tried to block the seventh one out of my memory, so <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna disagree with you. I'm not gonna disagree um, with you on that though. <laughs> yeah, so but it was nice like to see a, another one and <laughs> Um Yeah. I agree with you with the the racing aspect of it, I actually thought that that first scene, that race, was actually really well done. Like, I thought it was shot very well. I was entertained watching it. I thought that it had decent stakes. Did it get as ridiculous as you would expect in this franchise? Of course it did. I mean, he like, I, well, I don't want to spoil anything, but he does some ridiculous things in that race, and it's freaking awesome. Like, it's not, it, you just, a lot of the times with, with every scene, it asks you to kind of accept one or two, at least one or two stupid things that happen and you know you just do but um i actually really i agree with you i thought that the races were really well done and the race was really well done at the beginning and to kind of continue and it's kind of the same thing the action i thought the action was very well shot um and you could see everything that was happening on the screen. It wasn't it wasn't jump cut. It wasn't like quick editing where they're trying to hide that these actors can't fight. Yeah, so I, I, I did think that the fights were really well done, really well shot. And I, I, I really liked that aspect of it. And it was a very, very big improvement over the seventh one because I don't think... And I, this is where I understand Ozzy's nervousness when it comes to Aquaman. Um, I don't think James Wan knew what he was doing when it came to filming the fight scenes in the seventh one. And um, I think the director was much better when it came to that this time around. Um, Ozzy, what about you? Do you got any positives? Uh, yeah, I mean, I will say that the cinematography in this film is, is extremely better than uh, the seventh one. Um, I really loved the uh, the cinematography compared to the seventh one. I thought it was I thought it was a huge improvement. Uh, all the characters have great chemistry, like they've always had throughout the films. Yeah, um, that goes for the seventh one as well. Um, they all have still have, they all still have great chemistry together. Um, I will also say that they do have a pretty good explanation. We'll get into this in the, to the explore overview, but um, they do actually have a pretty good explanation as to why Dom actually leaves and betrays his family. Yes. Um, so I will say that I will say that okay, it wasn't mind control. It was some stupid. Um, so it it did make sense as to why he would do that. Like if it, if it had to be one reason, it had to be this, and I have to say. I did like what they did there, um, particularly with him betraying his family. I did yes. like how they executed that part. Um, and on top of that, now everybody's question is, okay, well, like, what about um, Paul Walker's character, Brian? Do they explain his absence well? And again, I have to say I like what they did again uh, with his character here. Um, you, don't, you don't see him there, of course, but you do get an explanation, as, again, as to why he's not in there. Um, so I do like the fact that they incorporated that in the film because it's not left unanswered. So I, I do like that they mentioned Brian's name and I do like, and I do, I ended up liking the reason as to why, um, Don betrayed his family. I think they executed those both really well, honestly. 
Yeah, it's kind oh. of a reverse spoiler because yeah, you're like, don't worry, it's not something extremely stupid. Like, it's so I, I agree with you. <laughs> like, I I thought that they did like that was if there was going to be a reason, I think that that was a decent enough reason where I was like, okay, I buy this. Um, as for the Paul Walker Brian character, um, I thought that it was a little weak their explanation, but at the same time, what are you gonna do? I don't blame them. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. I this is why I think they honestly should have killed off the character to, um, because then you don't have this. Problem. I don't think they should have killed off. The, we'll we'll get into it. We'll get into yeah, it. We'll get into it. it. We'll get into it. Um, and there's definitely something at the very end of this movie that I really want to talk to you about when it comes to um that whole situation but we'll get into it in spoilers as well um but yeah so i and i do agree both of you i believe brought up kind of the chemistry between these actors and i agree with you um and this the this fam it really does end up feeling like a some kind of kind of pseudo family and there are some characters that work better than others and some that have better comedic timing than others and um i and, and I will agree with you, Chucky, that Jason Statham and The Rock's chemistry, honestly, it was amazing. And there's a, there's a moment in the movie where they're both insulting each other. And um, <laughs> and uh, this isn't a spoiler. Like, and they both end up like laughing at the end of it because they're, they're, um, their insults are so funny. Like, their insults are so ridiculous. That had to be, that, that scene, that scene had to be ad-libbed. It had it, to be. No, and that's the oh, thing. It, I actually just saw, was. yeah, I just saw a tweet from The Rock where he said that they broke, both a broke character and started laughing and they put it in the movie. Um, and I, I just love that. And that's, Jason Statham is so underrated comedically. He is great in Spy. He, I think we both agree. Have you seen Spy, Aussie? No, I haven't. Seen oh, Spy. really? Okay, yeah. He's my favorite part of Spy. Um, I told you. I told you. I want. I told you. I want to see it with somebody because it's like there's some comedic for me in a comedy movie. I have to see it with somebody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because okay. it's just like I feel like if if I'm in a theater alone or if I'm at home watching it, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you also need you need good energy. Yeah. To watch it. Fair enough. So if I get off of work and I'm annoyed. I'm aggravated. I'm not going to have a good time watching the movie. So. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely agree with you guys on the chemistry between all these actors and these characters. Um, so yeah, action, characters, are... all those different things. A- anything else that you guys have positives-wise? Um, yeah, um, of why Shaw is actually working with the crew. Um, I like that, and I'll get into that more in the spoilers. And also the locations. Um, they got to film in... Cuba, so that was a huge step, and just all the different loca- locations they went to, I thought was really neat. Yes, um, I agree as well. Um, there's one location that it wasn't the location's fault, but everything that took place there, it was in New York. Everything that took place there, I hated. Which we can, unless you have any other positives, you want to transition to negatives, Ozzy? I got, I got one more thing. The cameos in this movie were fantastic i have to say that that was by far one of my favorite things in this movie with the cameos i have to say it, it was it was great it was great we got some we got some familiar faces and i oh boy it was it was great um this film actually kind of threw it back sometimes to previous films mm-hmm. which i ended up liking so um that'll be it for my positives transitioning into negatives um Char- charlie's there on a cipher Oh boy! Oh boy! Shall I did not like her character. Yeah, so, yeah. I did not like her character, and I did not like her performance as that character. Really, it was so one. Dim- 
yeah, it was just so one dimensional for me. I really didn't, I really didn't like it. It was really, it was one dimensional for me, and I, I, I really couldn't get with her character. It was just okay. You want to be a big baddie because you want something. Okay, <laughs> nothing interesting. It's not, it's not personal. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, the thing that I can give for all the villains of the of the past three films is that it, it was always a personal fight. This one really wasn't. I mean. Besides the reason for him going, I mean, again, I really her her really her reasons for doing what she was doing really I, I didn't care for it. Uh, see, I get where you're coming from. I completely understand where you're coming from. I didn't mind her as a villain. I thought her performance was fine. Like, if you're gonna if you're gonna say maybe you didn't like the motivations behind the character, I get that. I thought her performance was fine. And then motivations wise, I don't know because I I understand like some. It's 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 better when you have a villain that has kind of personal motivations that you can understand and get behind. But every once in a while, you have villains that are just villains, and she's definitely one of those. And I didn't mind that necessarily. Um, but I, uh, Chucky, what it, did you think? I, just, I really wasn't. Um, she was hit or miss um, for me. Like, um, and I'll go more in detail to the spoilers. But okay. I see where both of y'all are coming from, and I'm like the middle ground. <laughs> Um, of where she was at because there were some things I liked of why she did and the others I'm like okay you're just a hacker or like um, yeah. <laughs> but I'll get into that more later on I got you um, yeah so my biggest negative probably is well I think there's an overarching negative and that is the story and the thing is this is hard because you go to see these movies and you go knowing you're going to turn your brain off and you're just going to enjoy the stupidity and the awesomeness and that's that's fine and like this is one of those movies where I could easily see this being on my favorites you know where I just like I enjoyed I had fun with this movie but if you break it down by the story, man, there is so many plot holes in this movie. It, it's a disaster. The story of the plot and the script of this movie is just an overall disaster. And the poster child for the disaster of the story is everything that happens in New York. There are so many different things that you're just like, this doesn't make any sense. And <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. And I'm going to get doesn't. into Carlos, I'm going to get into it in the spoiler review because I'm not going to get into it right now. But yeah. when we start talking spoilers, we're going to get into it. I, I, know, um, I know. The stuff that goes down in New York was ridiculous. I know. There's, it was, it was this, yeah. it was horrible. And the CGI in this movie. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I thought I was playing. I thought I was watching a video game, and I'm not talking like recent video games. I'm talking like we talking like 2008 video games. Like, oh wow, what is going on? Like, damn! I oh. was like, no way! This is going on right now. Um, I, I had a like, let me tell you something. Regal was Regal was packed because I went to the 11 o'clock showing. I could not believe I spent 12 dollars watching some CGI like this. Uh uh-uh. uh, this is bad. This is horrible. I thought I was watching Kubo. <laughs> um, yeah. So every like literally, there's you know how I said earlier that every basically every scene almost they ask you to take one or two kind of just suspension of disbelief moments, or it's just just go with it. New York, the everything that happens in New York, and that's multiple scenes. They ask you to take like ten, at least ten, where you're just like, just go with it. And I'm just like, I can't keep going with. You have to give me something to ground me in some sort of semblance of reality. And they don't at all. They're just like, no, this is just gonna. This is what it is. What it is. This is how it's gonna go. It doesn't. 
it, the, the, my, so my huge negative with this film, yeah, my huge negative with this film is that it does not feel like a Fast and Furious movie. Okay. It doesn't. You know, it turned into it turned into it turned into a heist film. You know, with uh, Fast Five, Six, and, yeah. and going into Seven, it turned into heist films. But now it's going into spy and espionage. <laughs> like, like, how did we get from from street racing to spy and espionage? I, I will never understand that. And it, the thing that really grinds my gears is, it, okay, don't get me wrong. Look, I love Vin Diesel as Dom, okay? Dom, look, I love Dom. I want Dom on my team, okay? But there is no way in hell that Dom is the smartest guy in the room. There is no way. There is <laughs> no way that is the smartest man in the room. You got Mr. Nobody who's literally like, you know, he's he's he has all the resources in the world. You have Cypher who's taken out Mr. Nobody. And then you have Dom who literally knows everything about cars. And he goes one last time. And then he wins. I'm like, how do you beat? What do you know? Like, did you take a college course and all this crap? Like, what? Like, how do you know how to put all these people? Like, that's the thing that really. Like, like, really grinds my gears. I'm like, how does this man... Like, this man is omnipowerful at this point. Like, like that's something I will never understand this franchise. Like, you got a street thug who's beating up people who are, like, trained assassins. I know. Dom has beaten like, basically just, everyone at this point. <laughs> yeah. Part you know of the pun. Like, 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 part of the pun, but Dom Like, has, who are you going to put him up against? street smarts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, who are you going to put him up against? Like... Uh, like I mean, I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be pissed. If people are gonna be saying, "Well, who like well can James?" I mean, the fight might as well be Dom against James Bond. <laughs> like, um, and the, like we were having a debate like a few months ago against against <laughs> people to go up against James Bond. Might as well put Dom in that freaking category. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> the, the him, crazy, they're making him so. Yeah, <laughs> the crazy thing is that they they keep like Dom beat um uh the Rock in. Fast Five, right? He beat him in a fist fight. But then you look at this movie now, and this this isn't really a negative just because it's so dumb, but it's so awesome at the same time. The Rock is basically a superhero in this movie. He is literally, like, he's got superhuman strength, like, throwing people, like, multiple people. He, like, he fights through an army of people with, like, weapons pointed at him and sticks to beat him with, and he just fights through all these prison guards, and it's just like, what? How How is he doing this? Like, he has superhuman powers, Guys, this and is, Vin Diesel this beat is him. not, uh, look, look. <laughs> Before. Look, look, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I don't care that he's throwing people, okay? <laughs> this is the thing that really, this kind of, this is the thing that kind of turns me off of the movie, okay? And it's in the trailer, so it's not a spoiler. When The Rock legit carries a missile and throws it <laughs> to, like, another car, like, it's like a bowling, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, a bowling. He didn't carry he literally it. He literally went bowling it. with the missile. <laughs> yeah, he literally went bowling with the missile. He got a strike, you know? He got all of them down. That's something. I was like, so, ben, so, so Dom, what is Dom? What is Dom at this point? Like, he legit beat somebody. Who can live like he legit took punches from somebody who can like not only throw people but he can throw freaking missiles. <laughs> so I was just like, like what did you eat that morning? Because oh, now I want a rematch. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I feel. Um, it's crazy. All right, uh, Chucky. What are some of your negatives? I um I got a couple. Um, I didn't like the look of the henchman Rhodes. Okay. Um, I'm like he belongs in like. 
uh, Lord of the Rings, but then when I looked it up, I'm like, oh, he's an actor on Game of Thrones. Yeah, I'm he like, is. Okay, you know that makes. <laughs> I'm like, that makes sense. I haven't seen that, so I'm like, okay, so that sort of resolved on my negatives. It's he still looked out of place, um, in the whole franchise. Um, I don't like Ramsey. Like she's just there. She can't drive. She can't. I, I guess agree. she's a hacker. Look, she. She's I agree. I, I agree. Her, but, uh, I mean, she. She's kind of pointless. She's in doing. The she's doing. She's doing Tez's job, and yeah. Tez is doing his job. So, like, what? Like, what is she? And honestly, I'm kind of upset because I thought her and Tez were dating because she was always with him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then to find out that they weren't dating, I was like, since when did you show any interest in and um and Roman's character? Yeah, like when did you show any any interest in Roman's character whatsoever in the film? So that's what that's one thing that honestly kind of like threw me off a bit about her character. Um, I did not like Scott Eastwood's character. Thank you, little nobody. Thank you. Thank you. I, <laughs> He's horrible. I, I was gonna he, say that. Really, and I have a. Few I really didn't like. Him. I mean, I started to like. I started to like his character a little bit in the end, but it's just like I mean, overall, he was just an annoying character, and I felt that he was trying way too hard. Uh, to be to be funny and to really be a part of the fast family, um, so I thought. I mean, again, I mean, I thought he was just trying way too hard. Okay, good. I'm so happy to hear y'all say that because I'm gonna tear him apart in the spoiler <laughs> negatives. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, he um, he was so bad. Like honestly, I don't even know. Do you think it was his performance or just that they tried to shoehorn this character in so hard? And I, I don't I don't think he had any chemistry with anybody, and. Like, his character really doesn't, like, he doesn't add anything. It, it's, it, I think... I'm not going to say, I mean, I mean, look, I think they did try to shoehorn this character in the movie. I mean, because, I mean, I mean, I want to, look, I want to like Scott Eastwood's character. I really do. But he was really annoying. So, I mean, at the same time, I mean, I'm going to say it also had to do with the script as well. I mean, Yeah, I agree. What can you do? What can you? What can you do? I mean, there's only so much you can do with a character that you give them with. You know what I'm saying? You can't really uh, tip the scales towards yeah. any particular favor. You know what I, I'm saying? I do think it. There so, also. I'm not gonna. Miss- yeah, it also partially is his performance, just because I, I think a lot of it was supposed to be played as comedy. And I don't think it worked at all, and that's the that's the hard thing. I don't think that he was able to. He had. I don't think he had the timing to nail some of these things that were supposed to be comedic. You know, um, so I, I don't know. Uh, do you guys have any more uh, negatives? The only, the only thing that I liked about Scott Eastwood was okay. the nickname that the rest of the team gave him. <laughs> little nobody. Yeah. <laughs> L- yeah, little nobody. Um, which that's not a really big spoiler. I no. I just I thought that was funny, but that's pretty much the only thing I liked about his character. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you guys have any other negatives, or do you want to rate this movie? Um, just one more thing. Yeah. Uh, Tyrese Gibson needs to stop trying to throw puns in there because a lot of them did not work. Like half of them worked, <laughs> and then half of them didn't. I, th- I oh, think oh, he's like it's not funny. Yeah, it's not funny. I think he's going funny, <laughs> but then it's not funny again. I think he's going with kind of a Kobe approach where he just takes a billion shots and, you know, like about 50% of them are going to make it. So it looks like you had a great game, but really you didn't. You just took a billion shots. So I don't know. Um, Chucky, do you have any more negatives? Uh, no. Well, I mean, I think it's known by now. Um, Lucas Black is not in this film. And he he's on the cast list. Oh, he is. And yes, I looked on IMDb like he's on the cast list because after seven, 
he signed a contract for the next three. Yeah. Um, and although I'm not a big fan of Tokyo Drift, like his character is interesting, and I want to see how he works with the team. But like he was on the cast list, and all all leading up to it, they're like he's in it, he's in it, he's in it, and yeah. then I w- w- watched the film and he wasn't in it. So that was a slight negative because I was expecting to see his character. Uh huh. But he wasn't like I don't know if he would have added anything, but. If you're on the cast list, I sort of expect you to at least be mentioned or seen in the film. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Um, let's rate this movie. Ozzy, what is your rating for The Fate of the Furious? A solid six. Okay. Chucky, what about you? Um, I'm a little bit higher because um, I, I really do like this franchise, names and all. Um, I'll go with... Uh, I'm out between a seven and an eight. I'll seven point seven. Like wow. All right. Hey, that's fair. You're a fan of the franchise. What can you say? And I am a fan of this franchise as well. And I think honestly, I had fun with this movie. There's no denying that. I had tons of fun, but there's so many problems with this movie. Um, so I'm gonna give it a six point eight. And that's, okay. that's that's around actually I think that's the same score I gave to Batman v Superman so, which is kind of oh. sad in a way where, where it's like I had fun with the movie and like as a fan of the franchise or of the characters or whatever I enjoyed it on that level but there's no denying the technical problems in the movie so that, oh, yeah. that's kind of where um, I'm at you know like so like with your rating with Power Rangers was a little bit higher because you really like the Power Rangers yeah exactly a kid like Plot this movie and all the franchise has a ton of plot holes. Like we can't even count them. Yeah. Just like I went in there with such low expectations, expecting mind control. Like to to me, the film was like great because I had such low expectations. <laughs> but I fully admit my high rating is just because I like the franchise, not based on the plot. So. Awesome. All right. <laughs> well, let's let let's start with talking about this franchise as a whole um and you know what we're actually going to rate these mo- or rank these movies excuse me um and we're going to include fate of the furious of course so let's see where fate of the furious lands on the hierarchy of these movies um let's all start with or how do you want to do this do you want to kind of all list off our lists or do you want to go one by one Ozzy? let's just go one by one all right so let's start with uh, number eights, then our lowest, the worst of the franchise. Chucky, let's start with you. What's your worst? Um, too fast, too furious. <laughs> same here, man. Same here. Yep, same. Uh, and this is this is one of the situations. I don't. It's not based on the title, but that doesn't help. Um, but it's it's clearly the worst. It's it doesn't have Dom in it at all. It's the only one that doesn't have Dom in it at all. Um, and it kind of it's. I don't know. It's just really dumb, honestly. And there's so many, like, you want to talk about plot holes. That movie has plot holes for days. And I it's think... It's so bad. It's so bad, I don't even remember it. Yeah. And, um, and I didn't realize yeah. this to the other day, but Tay, or Tay, he's in the second one. Yes. Because I watched a YouTube video of him recapping all of the movies. Yeah. And it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, the second one. And, yeah, yeah, what happened? No, he's in the second one, and he's also, he's just like a mechanic. 
and he, somehow he got like hacking abilities in the, <laughs> in the later movies. And it's like, wait, what? Um, but yeah, I think this one they tried to, and not to, this is gonna, I, I don't think Paul Walker could carry a movie. And they tried to put it a lot on his shoulders in this one, and I think that it didn't necessarily work um, in the second one. So I don't know. All right, let's move on to our seventh ranked movie. Which, uh, wh- what do you got, Ozzy? Um, Furious 7. I'm actually the same. Chucky, what about you? Same. The cinematography in this movie was just horrendous. I felt like I wasn't even in the movie. And then it just had a lot of, again, it was Dom being Dom. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Can't, uh. I think Again, I don't lot. hate Dom. I don't hate Dom. Okay, I just, I'm tired of the the one-liners that he gives. So it's just one of those things. Yeah. Like, oh, you thought this was gonna be a street fight? Like, <laughs> how many times was? <laughs> oh god! Oh god! Don't even don't even bring me back to that moment. That was horrendous. You think this is gonna be a street fight? And then he's just like, the street always wins. Stomps on the ground. Jay, what's his name? Jason Statham falls. And I'm just like, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I didn't know. I didn't know you were the Hulk. I'm sorry. I totally forgot. He earth bends in that movie. It's so amazing. <laughs> like I was like, what is this? Is he so... the Avatar? <laughs> oh and then, God. and then, not to mention, not to mention, not to mention, he drove his car like right underneath a helicopter. And happened to, uh, at the same time, mind you, in the midair, throw grenades exactly in the middle of the helicopter. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, I, I agree. So this is probably... Just, let's, let's just do that. This, this is the worst director. <laughs> and I've always kind of given this movie... Like, I don't tear this... I try not to tear this movie to shreds. Especially, like... Now there's specific moments that you can go, okay, that's horrible. And there's also things where you can go, I don't think the action was well shot. But... You have to excuse a lot of the plot holes just because they had an impossible task with their one of their stars dying, you know, mid-production. So it, it's hard, but at the same time, like, it's not... It, you can't deny that this is one of the worst of the franchise. It's... Oh, man. It, and it sucks because of all the things surrounding it, but it's one of the worst. Um, All right. Let's move on to our number sixes. Yes. Um, Chucky, what about you? What do you got? Uh, Tokyo Drift. I am the same, man. What about you, Ozzy? Same, man. Okay. Are we all going to be the same for this entire list? <laughs> <It might laughs> no, be. I have no idea. I have no idea. I have, I have no idea. Okay. I, I really don't know. Okay. Really don't. So Tokyo just... Drift. Um, Chucky, why don't you break it down? Um, high school kid gets sent to Japan to live with his dad and learns how to drift. <laughs> And wins a girl too. So, um, this is actually my one of my brother's favorites. He actually really likes this one. Um, and I see this is where we start to get into like kind of guilty pre- pleasure area where I'm just like, okay, it's bad, but I think it's fun. I had fun with this movie. It's kind of really stupid. And Lucas Black is that his name? He is not a good actor at all. Um, but you know, it, it, I think it was kind of fun. It was different, and it was it was it was a fun story. It was kind of annoying and dumb, but it was fun. Um, Ozzy, do you even remember this one? <laughs> Look, my only positive in this movie is Han. Okay, that's true. That's can't live without Han, man. I think Han that's was a great. Han, I love. 
I actually love Han, and I love the fact that he was kind of taking someone under his wing. Um, I'm really pissed off because obviously he's not in the freaking franchise anymore. Because he was one of my favorite characters, definitely one of my favorite characters of the franchise. So um, yeah, that's why. That's why. That's why it's like a number. Th- it probably would have been lower, but it's it's uh, it's up there. Right. Which uh, I, I liked Han too, and I think like the producers and directors realized what they had in Han, yes. and then they're like, "Oh wait, number three happened later on," <laughs> and they're like, "Cause yeah. they had to bring Han back exactly. somehow." Oh, and they're saying uh, he's gonna be in nine with flashbacks or something. But yeah, I think people really liked Han, and they're like, "Okay, we just killed off this really awesome character." <laughs> just plot hole. Can, can, can we can we can we address for a second that this movie's order is one two four five six seven eight three? No, three, no, three is after six, five, six. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It's after six. Okay, so it's one, two, four, five, six, six three, three, seven, eight. Yes. <laughs> this is more confusing than somebody trying to understand the Star Wars order. Jeez. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, This franchise, my goodness. (laughs) Oh, boy. Let's move on to our number fives. Um, I guess I'll start. Are we at number four? No. No, we're on number five, right? Number four. That was three. Wait, what? We did. We're on five. We're on five. We're on five. Yeah. Okay, my bad. My bad on me. I was like, oh. Anyway, all right, let's because I'm counting it like one, two, three, four. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel <laughs> all right, but man, all right, let's move on to our number fives. Um, I'll start, I guess. Uh, this is where I'm struggling because I don't know if where should I put where I should put Fate of the Furious. Um, all right, I'm gonna all right, I'm gonna put Fast and Furious at number five. That's the fourth one to be clear. Okay. That's the fourth one. <laughs> All right, uh, Chuck. I like right the here. fourth one. I like um, Fast Six. Okay, Ozzy. I agree with Carlos on the, on the numbering. All right, so um, Chucky, why, you're the one who doesn't have Fast and Furious. So why do you have Fast Six um, at number five? Um, I just like four um, a lot better than six, based on like. The storyline, like, you see what happens to Letty, and then later it turns out, but just, like, Dom just basically going on a vengeance, and I don't know, I like that, because it was a different character plot for, like, Dom and him trying to avenge her, so I like that better than Six, and just that air, the runway scene i i can't i can't get past that <laughs> oh boy that was that was a which terrible. I'll t- i'm gonna compare those two later on um <laughs> to the fate so oh there, but yeah, yeah there's just, definitely just, comparison to be made yeah um so i just like four better than six like i mean i'll watch them all when they come on tv just when i'm bored but i do like four better than six okay um to be fair, I have the two like right next to each other. That's a little bit of a spoiler for the rest of my list. But I, I just, I personally will say that I think there's a little bit more good things in six than in four. I, I like four. I, I think we're getting into the point, getting to the point where I'm like, these aren't bad movies. I think they're we're into the point where they're okay, you know. Um, and it's not just guilty pleasure. I mean, all of these are kind of guilty pleasure, but, um. Yeah, so I, I I get where you're coming from, though. Um, 
All right, let's move on to now our number fours. Um, okay. I will say that my number four, I already kind of spoiled it, is Fast Six. Um, Ozzy, what about you? My number four is Fate of the Furious. Okay. All right. Uh, Chucky, you? Uh, the fourth? Yes, number four. Uh, uh, fast Four. Or okay. be Fast and the Furious. Okay, or or Fast and Furious. <laughs> Fast and Furious, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, God, so these we titles all, need to get the crap together. We all have different <laughs> ones now, and I've already kind of said my opinion on Fast 6. So, Ozzy, why do you have uh, Fate of the Furious at number four? Look, man, when you got, uh, you know, DreamWorks animation in your film, um, you, just, you got some problems. You got some problems, and... Um, Another thing, uh, I'm I'm just it's it's getting to the point where again, Dom is Dom is Dom, man, and you know no one can beat Dom, so that's why it's at my number four. It's ridiculous how powerful and how smart this guy is, um, but it's still it's still a good time to be had if you turn off your brain, which for me is kind of hard to do. So. Um, it's also a huge improvement from seven, though. So I will give it that. All right. Um, okay. So let's move on to our number threes. Um, and this is where I ended up having Fate of the Furious. Chucky, what about you? Um, the same because, my, yeah, just the same. Like Fate of the Furious, I think came in at a good spot number number three. So. All right, Ozzy, you. Uh, the first, the first from Fast and Furious. The Fast and the Furious. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I get that. I get that. Um, I, I think Fate of the Furious kind of fits in, in nice here, just because I honestly think that this is the Fate of the Furious is the best one since um, Fast Five. So I, I real like I really had a lot of fun with that movie. So that's why it's so high up there for me. Um, yeah. So. All right. Uh, do you want to move on to number two? Is that what we're on? Yes. All right. So number two. Yes. Uh, Chucky, what, what do you got? Uh, the first one. Okay. That's what I have, too. The Fast and the Furious. Ozzy, you? I have Fast and Furious 6. Okay. Why do you have that one so high? Um, I just thought it was a great continuation of the story, you know, and I thought the... I really like the. This is where this is one where I felt it was a lot more gritty, and it was uh, you know they they were actually facing challenges. The fact that um, Han and and Roman were had to fight one guy just to take him out, and they still couldn't beat him. And I thought that was really impressive, just to show uh, these guys like the like the the villains uh, crewmen. You know they have experience. You know it's not it's not going to be as simple as it always is for them. So I really like the challenge that the villains also faced. Um, the villains gave the, the uh, you know, the regular crew. And um, another positive was Han and uh, Han and Gal Gadot's relationship. I forgot her character's name, but I think her name was just Giselle. Giselle. Or something like that. I forgot. Yeah. Um, I really liked their relationship. Um, I liked the the fact that, uh, that um, oh God, it's blanking on me. Um, let me pull this up real quick. Um 
I like the fact that Letty's character was also didn't remember who she was. Um, and then you also have uh, Luke Evans playing uh, playing Owen. I think Lucas Evans, I mean, Luke Evans plays a great villain um, in the sixth one as well. I mean, there's, and again, in the action, that movie is fantastic. And we see some, some of the great, we see a lot of great chemistry in that film. So I really loved uh, the particular chemistry and everything. I just thought it was a great continuation. Only negative in that film for me that I can remember at this point is the is the runway scene. But even then, it's not like I noticed it while I was in the film watching it. See, I didn't either. Um, a lot of people came out of, com- out of it complaining about it. I didn't notice it when I was watching it, honestly. Yeah, I, yeah, because it was it was such a great. It was, I mean, it's such a great scene to watch, but at the same time, logically, like there's no runway this long. So, <laughs> so yeah. um, I mean, it's a great scene to watch though, because you know you got a lot of you know you got a lot of intense action going on in the scene, which makes up for it. It's just the logic behind the scene that kind of brings the scene down a bit. So um, it's not an entirely horrible scene, I will say that. But um, yeah, that's why I love. I mean, I love Fast and Furious Six. It's not. It's not like a, like I really love that movie. And I think a lot of people feel the same way. Like I said, I'll watch all of them when they come on TV. But Fast and the Furious Six is one of the most played ones on tv yeah uh um i, I, I just watched part of it the why. other day i i see i personally and we can kind of move into our number ones i think we all have the same number one correct fast five yeah yes okay um <laughs> it, it's clearly the but people a lot of people like put those like oh i don't know which one i like better six or five i i don't see how they're even comparable to be honest i think fast five is clearly better and clearly the best one in the franchise um it's the I mean, first it's one because, i watched it's because and you're it bringing hooked. yeah i mean it's because it's because you're bringing in that team again you know what i'm saying because six and seven have lost that have lost that kind of uh excitement you know, when, when bringing the team together, because I remember a few years ago, Carlos, when you and I were, t- were, were speaking about it, um, you know, we we're kind of wondering, like, okay, like, well, what's the reason that Furious 7, that the team is going to come together? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, you don't really have that. You don't really have that nostalgia anymore of bringing the team back together. Yeah. You know, it wasn't something exciting in 8. It was just like, hey, just get the team. Um, <laughs> yeah, it literally wasn't. It was like, hey, just, you know, get the team. Yeah. Um, yeah, but but when it comes to Fast Five, you know, you got all these characters from, from different movies again just coming together, and Six still had that really going for it as well. You know, it was still a fresh, it was still a fresh off the bat feeling. Uh, so again, it's just, I mean, I feel like that's why Five and Six are so comparable. All right, fair enough. And again, it's not like again, and it's not like again, it's not like Six was bad either. I mean, some, I mean, we had some of the best fight scenes in Six compared to Five. I mean, I'm I'm gonna say we had some of the best fight scenes. Uh, when it came to Letty going going up against um, uh, Hobbs's partner, who was also a woman, that was a great fight scene. I was like, "Damn!" I mean, I felt every punch that these women were throwing at each other. Also, the the fight scene with um, Han and uh, and Roman going up, going up against uh, Owen's guys. I mean, that's you had a lot of great action scenes in sex. Yeah, a lot of great action scenes. And as much as as much as people want to throw down that airport that that runway, you can't deny that The Rock and Vin Diesel teaming up that was that was some business. Yeah, but see, that was some I, I that would, was some business. I would put down, the so. safe scene, the the scene where they're dragging the safe um, throughout the throughout the city in Fast Five, way above the the um, runway scene. Number one, number two. Oh, absolutely. I think, I think that the team, yeah, I mean, that's, the chemistry with the team was firing on all cylinders in number five, and it's it's still good. I just think it hasn't been as good since five, and 
And this I is think six this carried is a, it. Th- well, this is a personal thing with me as well. And um and you might agree with me, you might disagree. I don't like Michelle Rodriguez. I don't like her as an actress really, and I just I, I don't find, get people's kind of appeal with her. And Fast Five is the one that she's not in, so you can put two and two together there. Maybe that's why I like it so much too. So I don't know. Um I mean I mean it's just like um Look, like I mean, that I'm not gonna disagree with you. That that Fast and Five scene where you, they're bringing the safe. I mean, that's one of the best scenes. I have to say, if not the best scene in the franchise. You understand what I'm saying? But so I mean, it's hard to compete. But you know, if you're making a sequel to that film, I have to say that Six Six holds up pretty well as to as, when it comes to a sequel. I mean, it holds up pretty pretty damn well. Yeah. So um, I will say, I mean, this like I said, the scenes. And I'm talking like just pure, purely just the action scenes when it comes to like the actual fist fighting. I will say that we get a lot more of that in six, which is again why people. I would say that it's kind of, it's kind of. It, that's why I said sometimes it could be like a, a balanced type of tipping scale in, in a way. All right. Um, I still think the best, get, and, the best fight in the franchise is The Rock versus Vin Diesel. Agreed. Yep. Yeah, I mean that's. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's a really good fight scene as well. I mean, and then and then on top of that, I mean, you have people who love. Who, who have been following this franchise for a while. And we're going to get into box office numbers in a minute. But, I mean, you got people who, who love these characters. And, you know, Dom and Letty have, have been together since the first film. So um, getting her back was also kind of um, important to the to just that franchise's uh, mythology. So, Unfortunately, yes. Definitely. Um, all right. Well, speaking of, you, you, you brought up the box office real quick. And before we get into spoilers, which we'll do pretty briefly... Um, there's a lot of, like, all these headlines saying, like, oh, Fast and Furious, or the Fate of the Furious breaks worldwide box office records. Um, there's something that no no headlines are saying and that you got to understand here. No movie releases, releases everywhere in every country at the same time, and at the same weekend, even. Um... People are like, oh, it beat The Force Awakens in Worldwide Box Office opening weekend. The Force Awakens didn't open in China until like two months later at least. Um, and Fate of the Furious opened everywhere in every market on the same weekend. That's why it broke Worldwide Box Office records, because it opened everywhere at the same time. No other movie does that. So, of course, it's going to break Worldwide Box Office records. So, I just think there's a lot of people not understanding no and i was that. and i was gonna mention yeah and i yeah i mean china china's a major box office um major yes it's, it's, of course <laughs> if it's you need china basically if you want your movie to succeed you, you one of the countries that you need to to help you to make your movie get a, at least a sequel is china um so i mean i will agree with you there i mean china's china's a part of the big success as to why uh, fast fate. Sorry, fate of the furies. Yeah, um, and I'm not saying it didn't make money. Um, I mean, it obviously um, but, it made over 100 million domestically, so it still made its money. Like, I mean, I'm not trying to dismiss the success it's had, but I think the the t- the headlines of breaking worldwide box office records, they're while technically true, is misleading because worldwide they don't open at the same no, time. And everywhere. I, I read the I read I read the article. I read an article about it on CNN, and CNN actually mentioned it says. It breaks global records, but then it mentions it when you read along the article. It mentions that I mean, it, I mean, it, the Force Awakens didn't include China yeah. in their in their opening weekend. So I mean, I will I will say that I'm going to give credit to do to CNN for explaining that because I, I actually knew that due to reading their article. Yeah. Um, but um, I mean, I, I honestly, this is this is a major shock for me personally because I had no idea this movie would make that much money. 
I mean, you're you talking. Like I mean, it broke. Now? It broke. Right. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, it made more money than the last one. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it, no, no, no. no. I mean, it didn't it, more. and I have to yeah. say, and I have to say, I, I think it did. Did worldwide? Didn't it yes, make more money? But domestically, yeah. no. I don't think did it. I, no, I, we're gonna I have to look it up. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but I mean, you. I mean, it, it kind of just begs the question because I think you were saying that Guardians uh, might make the most money in the summer. Uh, yeah, I just wonder if if uh, episode eight of Star Wars is even going to top that because that's that's just crazy. Yeah, I mean, I mean it, it depends on the second the second weekend. Um, I I don't see. Uh, well, the thing is, man, man this movie this movie's it has is, no it's competition. It's not even doing too hot. This movie's not even doing too hot with with critics either. I mean, I mean, you got, I mean, you got 50, 50 divided on this film yeah. as it is. So, I mean, it's, um, you got a little bit more leaning towards the positive side, but even then it's not critically acclaimed like the, like the pure, like the previous ones were. So, yeah. um, I mean, it's, it's crazy. I mean, this is a, this is one that's going to, this is one that's honestly a surprise for me because I mean, we got, I mean, we have major releases coming out this year. I mean, we got, we had Logan coming out, you know. I mean, I know a lot of people won't say this is Pirates of the Caribbean. You got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, um, Spider-Man: Homecoming. That's the third reboot. You got a lot of films. I mean, including Star Wars Episode Eight. I mean, you got a lot of huge films coming out, and this is the one that beats box office records. It's crazy. crazy I think that, that reason is, is right it's because this franchise has been going on for seventeen years. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing that's the other thing that's carrying it is 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 uh, definitely Paul Walker. Definitely Paul Walker because it's it's just you want to know if they're going to mention this character and how they're gonna how they're gonna get away with uh, not having his character there. So it's also that it's also that intrigue that you have uh, going into. The film. Yeah. All right. Well, this is a good transition then into our spoiler discussion on this movie. Um, we will keep it pretty brief, and I don't think we're going to have time for recommendations, unfortunately, because we're running pretty long right now. Um, but let's get into spoilers for this movie, and I guess I'll start because you just mentioned Paul Walker. So, spoiler warning, um, if you have not seen the movie, you should probably stop listening right now. And then go watch it, and then check back with us later. All right, so, spoiler warning here. But All right, so, the Paul Walker thing. What I want to bring up is, okay... I get I, I I get why they kind of had they put in an explanation as to why he wasn't there. I wasn't all in on it. It it was fine, you know. It, it's just like oh he they wouldn't have wanted him to. But if there's ever a situation where it was like extenuating, you want to bring somebody in to call him back, it would be that. But I I get it. I get it. I didn't love it, but I get it. But then the end, the very end, when they name when he's like oh I'm gonna name him Brian, that you should have named him Paul. That would have made that would have been a subtle nod, or not subtle, but it would have been a nod to the fans and been like, "Oh, like we're naming him Paul," and it would have been cute that way. But to name him Brian after the character, the character is still alive in universe. It doesn't make any sense. Why would you name him after him and then not even have uh, Brian there when you're announcing that his name is Brian? It, I actually put this in my positives. Really? Um, that well. The, the reason is why is because I understand why they did it for character because in real life, right after Paul Walker passed away, um, Vin Diesel had a daughter and named her Paulina. Uh-huh. So after Paul Walker, so it was like a nod to that. Like in real life, he has his daughter named after Paul and in the movie, they dedicated it to the character. 
I, I guess it just I, I, it doesn't make any sense in universe though because he's alive. It's I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, it isn't. I mean, I mean, you can. I mean, you can arguably say. That, I mean, they live across the country, so it's not like they're gonna fly over right now. You know what I'm saying? And, they, and I mean, and he just found out that he had it. That he has a kid. You know what I mean? And he was probably thinking about a name for a while. And you, you can you can say that you know, hey, he misses his brother. That's why he calls. That's why he called his son Brian. Well, so I mean, I'm, I'm that's what I'm gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a dumb reason. I mean, I mean, you don't if you don't see anybody. I mean, the other thing about it, man. I mean, the the character lives a completely different lifestyle now compared to the one that Vin Diesel lives. You know what I'm saying? Vin Diesel will travel the world. He's he's you know he's <sighs> saving the world, quote unquote, compared to Brian. <laughs> I know. Compared to Brian, who's just now a settled down family man. So you're not going to really have time to really sit down and drink a beer and be like, hey, you know, right. come over. <laughs> all right. So, well, what are some of the spoiler things you guys want to discuss, then? All right. I want to discuss freaking New York World War Z cars. What? <laughs> <laughs> Let me, oh, boy. I was so annoyed. I was so annoyed when I saw this. I was just like, this is literally what I told my coworkers because some of my coworkers have seen this film. And I'm just like, what were they thinking in the freaking in, – in the room right in this movie? They were just like, okay, okay, all right. So we jumped out of a, we jumped out of a plane. We jumped out of a building. Uh, we carried a safe through the streets of Rio. Um, we're going to have a submarine later on in this movie. There has to be something crazy in New York. They probably got high and saw World War Z. They're just like, that's it. But except for zombies, cars. <laughs> Do it. Doing it. It's done. Settled. Writing it in. I'm just. It was so stupid. I'm, I'm literally sitting, sitting there. These these cars. I'm, I was so close to saying zombies. These cars are legit running each other over. And like, there's a time where they have to turn and they're going to and they're chasing somebody down. I'm just like, these are literally car zombies. Literally car zombies. There is no other explanation. This is literally a zombie controlling a car. Except there's no zombie in the damn car. That's how stupid that scene. I, I and then when she you. said, yeah. and then when she's like, make it rain, and then like all these cars, <laughs> I'm I, like, oh, you see, I felt horrible like, dialogue. I, I felt like Harrison Ford in The Force Awakens when he's like, that's not how the force works. I was like, that's not how cars work. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. That's exactly what I was saying. She was like, she was controlling them. I was like, what the hell are you doing? And oh my gosh, one of the biggest things that pisses me off about this movie, this cipher is supposed to be the baddest hacker of all time. Yeah. She's supposed to know everything. So how in the hell did you not know that Don was going against you? He Thank he's you. using something electronic. And the fact and you're supposed to be moderate moderate like moderating this man, moderating this man 24-7. What were you doing? Because apparently you don't breathe. Like so, like what, like what are you doing to let this man like surpass you? He's clearly waiting on a light in a necklace. Yeah, that was. I was like, are you joking? I'm like, Cipher, you cannot see a red light. That was so dumb, and it was just like, you know, and then the fact that he legit flew somebody out that he just met because he has his quote unquote respect. That was ridiculous. Yeah, that was crazy. Now, I really dumb. one negative I heard about that is like, why didn't he contact Mister Nobody or anything? But it was neat because he used like the two brothers from the film and the Cuban guy. It was neat in that aspect. But then again, you're like, he could have just contacted his team. 
Yeah. Or maybe she was watching them. So, so I mean, it was no, neat, but it was still flawed. Like, for me, for me, it's like okay, so you can contact everybody else, but you can't contact your own team because she was watching them. She had them monitored. Like, like what? <laughs> like, how did you even get in contact with Shaw's mom? Like, wait, know. what? What? That's what. This that was my biggest. So yeah. Facebook. <laughs> See, it was so. It was just ridiculous, and the fact that he timed it off for five minutes was ridiculous. Um, it was. I was so annoyed. Uh, just, just that whole entire thing. I was like, how? This is just Dom doing Dom thing at this point, and it was so stupid. And Cipher getting. Let me tell you something. Cipher getting out of that freaking plane. She looked like a freaking rag doll. She looked like a toy. As soon as she flew out of the plane, I'm like, oh, yep, you're a toy at this point. Not even, uh, see, not yeah, even a real The, the oh, biggest plot uh, hole in this movie is the fact that Dom, like, outsmarts Cypher and all this stuff. And he, like, it, it's just the, every time, like, he did something where he was, like, like when he was working, quote-unquote, working on the car and whatever, and then that truck backed in, I was like, what? Like, how, how did he plan all of this? How did he get – there's so many – and when I talk, like, when I mentioned the plot holes and the – it, plot holes in the pl- overall plot and then the script like that's it it's this whole thing of dom figuring all this out like how did he contact all these people it doesn't make any sense why would he contact someone he just met i, I completely agree with everything you guys are saying um what did you think about yeah. cypher being behind the scenes in the last two films <sighs> see they've been doing that was really it's, dumb it's a trend of these movies see now the next one is going to be like she's not really cypher herself like it's an entire team or, of people that she works for it's her organization or something like that's going to be the thing next movie like they keep they, yeah, they keep like, retroactively changing who the villain of the whole thing is and it's like so annoying but it is in it's interesting because I looked it up. She is the technically the only the second bad guy to escape and not to wind up dead or in jail. Because in the first one, Dom was the villain technically and got away. Yeah. But then after everyone after that, they were either killed or arrested. But she got away. So she's only the second one to do that in eight films. Like, not that it really matters. It's just something interesting to point out. Yeah. Or. <laughs> Um, all right, do you uh, guys boy, have any this, other spoiler this, things? This movie, uh, ridiculous. Um, do I have any other spoiler things? Um, can we mention the fact that the cars can now shield somebody from getting burnt? Can we mention that for <laughs> that two seconds? The, the climax of this movie. Can we mention that? Like, oh, yeah. a, car, a car is now a shield. So now I know if there's an explosion to get behind my car. Those like five. It's not like cars. fire. It's not. It's not because it's not like fire is gonna affect my oil or anything like that. It's not gonna affect my gas or anything. Right? So it's fine for me to shield myself behind my own vehicle, and I can and I know a hundred percent that I'm not gonna get burned because it's not like it's not like there's not a space in between the bottom of my car, anyways, that touches the ground. No, it's fine. There's no fire that's gonna go that's gonna go under there. It's fine. So I'm not gonna get burnt. The car is not gonna explode. I'm a hundred percent safe. But it can't just be one car. It's got to be a circle of cars. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh God, I was so annoyed with that. I was like, oh, my goodness. Oh. And, okay, oh can boy. we talk about how quickly Letty forgives Dom? Like, she literally gets out of the car, and she's like, yep. kisses him. And I'm just like, what? Like, I don't, he just betrayed you guys. Honestly, He's been torturing I, you guys, basically, for honestly, most of the movie. <laughs> honestly, I don't, I don't want to hear... Anybody talk, give crap to Marvel when it comes to happy endings. 
because this literally like wraps it up like it's a damn Christmas present with chocolate on top. It was ridiculous. Ridiculous. It was like, my gosh, Tommy, have a baby. <laughs> like, this man legit could have killed you guys. And you guys are like, yeah, man, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's cool. Um, completely understand why you would have getting giving to, nukes to her, you know, so that maybe she could possibly nuke the whole entire world. But it's fine. It's fine. You know, you did it for your kid. But don't forget, Laddie shot Dom um, in six, so maybe they're <laughs> they're even now. I guess, sure. Uh, um, but I did like how they um, kill what Elena was her name because oh, like that, I I didn't like that. Well, I was so reason, pissed. Well, the only let me click, the only reason yeah. I like it made sense because you can't have Dom and his baby mama when he thought Letty was dead and yeah. Letty alive at the same time. But also it was. We're like she literally shot a person with a baby in the room, and what I can't figure out, I've tried to do that, is the timeline in between films, because yeah. if her and Dom broke up in six, so he could be with Letty, the baby what was what probably six seven months. Yeah, that's like what sixteen. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to figure out the timeline. Yeah, um, well, yeah, it was like a fully grown baby. That was like a legit fully grown baby, and she yeah. was still. Skinny, and you saw her in seven. She was fine. Yeah, and Chucky, I agree with you. In story, it makes sense. It's just I see. I've already expressed I don't like Michelle Rodriguez, and I think um, that Elsa Potaski is that her name? Something like that. But she, I thought she was much better in Fast Five, and I think honestly, I thought I liked her relationship with Dom a lot better. Um, uh, no, like no, I, like I'm with you and understand. Like just like I said, storyline. Yeah, story wise. But now, I what are they going to do with the baby for the next two? Are they just going to like knock on O'Connor's door and like there's going to be a baby there? Or like <laughs> what are they? But I, those I almost like the scene gonna... I read today. Yeah, go. Th- that Jason Statham was going to put the baby in a car seat in Dom's car and parachute off the plane. <laughs> like, That's another it, thing. Just before we, just before we, just before I sign this out, like. Yeah. Jason Statham and Vin Diesel ended up becoming besties. Yeah, and I—it's kind of like I—I I get it to a, to a degree, but at the same time I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? Like Jason Statham killed your best friend. Okay, that's crazy, and you almost killed his brother. Like you left his brother with like a freaking like basically burn face. Might as well call him Two Face. Um, yeah, Jason Statham even killed Han. You're right. So I'm saying, like, so, like, how did these guys become besties? Listen, I understand. Listen, like I said, I, I get it. I get it if you respect him and you have him as an ally because he saved your baby. But he killed your best friend, and he almost tried to kill you in the last movie. Yeah. So how the hell are you guys gonna be besties? Yeah. Like he was at the family grill at the <laughs> family barbecue. Oh, Bruh, I can't. And he also, the baby should have had, look, the baby, the sequence with Jason Statham shooting people and, like, carrying the baby at the same time, that was a great scene. I loved it. It was one of my favorites in the movie. Yeah, I love that. Um, But that baby should have shaken baby syndrome so bad. (laughs) He was so, he was so great. I loved it. I loved it when, uh, when he turned, he's like, you're going to, you're going to shoot a baby? Turn around, kid. You don't want to see this. And then he starts beating the baby up. (laughs) And he goes, oh. Is that spell him or is it you? Yeah. I think it's him. <laughs> so Before good. we sign off, yeah. um, I want to make a bold prediction about Scott Eastwood's character. He's a plant by Cypher. Ooh. He let he drove he All drove right. in when he let Dom get away. He's a young guy with incredibly high security clearance. So what I think could happen is like Mr. Nobody, him, and Cypher are in a room and to sort of bring the team as a last rally. 
little nobody is going to kill Mr. Nobody because Kurt Russell's getting into the Guardian stuff. But Scott Eastwood is a plant by Cypher. All right. Well, that that would give me an in-story reason to hate Scott Eastwood, so I'm down. Which I like that better because um, people are saying he's O'Connor. He's Brian O'Connor's long-lost brother. Oh gosh, no. So I like my theory better. Uh, <laughs> I mean, let me just let me just say something real quick. It would make no sense. But again, but then again, you know, Fast Five. I mean, I'm sorry, the Fast and Furious franchise. I mean, we again, like I said from the top. How the hell do we get from straight racing to spy and espionage? I, I but, will never understand. But also, it will just how make did no Cypher find them in that location because she didn't have God, God's eye at the time? Because she has a cell phone and apparently she can know everything. But then again, she can't know everything about Dom, about what he's doing. I mean, I don't know. It's a very complicated explanation. Well, see, there are so like, many things. Really you heard it here first. <laughs> well, there are so many things to the God's eye thing where they're like, oh, like you can use it to find anybody, which number one, how does that work exactly? But n- whatever. And then number two, like there were so like, many times if, when the team sneaks up technology? on her basically and it doesn't make any sense. Like she should have seen this coming. So, but whatever. All right. Ozzy, you want to sign us out? <laughs> God, I'm so frustrated with this movie. I kind of want to lower it. My, oh I kind of honestly want to lower my ranking. <laughs> no. Honestly, because the more I think about the film, but it's it awesome, frustrates though. me. It really does. It really, it doesn't. It's not awesome. There was a, literally a World War Z montage happening in New York. Yeah, I hated that scene. A World War Z montage. Like I said, like, I could have mine, but like I said, fan of the franchise. I'm just, gonna, I'm gonna be kind to it. Look, but I'm a fan of the exempting the plot holes. I'm a fan of the franchise too, but this was, this was. This asked me to take a huge step with them, and I was just like, uh, excuse me, where are you taking me? Because it was horrible. It was oh, no, horrible. I'm with you. I'm can... excited to see where the next two go. Um... I'm not. What are they going to do? Have have, have, car, have cars in the water? No, they're going no, to space. They're, they're like, definitely are we... going no, to space. This is space. Is they're going to cross over oh. the Transformers, and Don's <laughs> going to jump off the moon with Bumblebee and land safely on the Earth. Dude, I want Michael oh, no, 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 no. to direct he's, one of these movies. He's gonna be Optimus Prime. He's gonna be uh, Optimus Prime. American Muscle versus space he's gonna, cars. He's gonna join Optimus Prime because Optimus Prime also gets mind controlled in this movie. In the fifth movie. So I'm just like, Dom, Dom, bro, where you at? Is Optimus <laughs> up kid out there? I don't know. All right. But find out. Oh, see, why don't you sign us I wanna out? see American uh, American Muscle versus Space Cars. <laughs> It needs to happen. Um, <laughs> all, right, uh, all right, guys, we hope you enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. Please write and review the podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Also, check us out on YouTube. On YouTube. Also, really don't see this movie. Guys, this is Spring Fellas.